Hey, hey, friends, I'm Thea Charles, and you are listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. In this series, we discuss the path someone chooses when they are at a crossroads of their life. Do they push through the adversity or do they stop, reassess, and pivot? Our guest is Julia Menez. Julia is a travel writer, speaker, and founder of the travel hacking lifestyle website, GeoBreeze Travel. She shares her story of how she left perfection behind to lead her best life. Yeah, welcome, Julia, to the Pusher Pivot. I'm really excited to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I would love if you could tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am a travel hacking coach, and what that means is I teach overwhelmed overachievers how to fly for basically free using points and miles and the loyalty program set by credit card companies, airline companies, and hotels. Because I know that right now none of us can travel, but at some point the gates are going to open and people have definitely been getting cabin fever and we all want to get out and travel again. But with the economy in today's world, traveling might be a little bit inaccessible for a lot of people and might feel a little bit overwhelmed that they can't go on vacation or be able to afford to go anywhere. So one of the things that I really want to do right now as a travel hacking coach is make that a little bit more accessible to everybody so that they can get rid of a little bit of that overwhelm just by stepping away, taking a nice vacation, and then getting their headspace cleared. I mean, who doesn't want that? That sounds really fabulous. I know I'm ready to break free. (laughs) So with your crossroads, um, and you just mentioned overwhelm. Were you feeling overwhelmed around the time of your crossroads? Can you tell us about it? Sure. So I was definitely not always into what I call the travel hacking mindset, where you're seeking out creative problem-solving solutions. I definitely, at some point in life, really growing up all the way, really subscribed to the belief that you will have more glory and worthwhile accomplishments if you just keep working really hard and throwing lots of energy and lots of time into things. And I also, growing up, always had this thing of, I don't want to just throw money at the problem because that feels lazy. So I should instead throw energy and time and just keep working harder. And that that pattern took place at school, like early days of work. Um, I'm an actuary in my day job and we have these actuarial certification exams. So I would just push myself to study that harder. I did orchestra in high school and instead mm-hmm. of paying for private lessons, just practiced a whole bunch of hours every night. And none of this is sustainable. If, you, if your approach to problems is always just, I'm gonna throw more of my time and more of my energy at it. And I don't want to pay anybody to help me find um, solutions or I just don't wanna take creative solutions because it feels lazy. And somehow in, at the end of the day, if I accomplished something, but it wasn't hard for me, was it actually even worth accomplishing? So that was definitely the mindset that I had for a long time growing up and then also early on in my career, which as I'm sure anybody can guess, will lead to a lot of breakdowns where you just think to yourself, I can't handle it this way anymore. I can only brute force so much. And there's there's only so many hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have as many hours in your day as Beyonce does. Uh, <laughs> she accomplishes so much. <laughs> 
so I just kept trying to throw more and more time and energy into things and eventually just it, it's just not a good way to go and so the mindset shift for a lot of people is just like this click of oh I had like like I, I reached the bottom and I had to crawl back up but for me it was actually like a much longer slower process okay. um, to, to see that with travel hacking and a whole bunch of other things so I actually learned about travel hacking through fire blogs and fire stands for financial independence retire early okay. and they have a lot of different hacking mindsets of how you can retire by age 40 or anything else like that just by um, either increasing your income or decreasing your expenses and growing that gap and how to invest it and basically how to hack your personal finances which i thought was fascinating mm-hmm. and then from there um, a lot of different fire bloggers will specialize in a specific topic, whether they're really good at um, hacking their personal taxes legally, of course, or if they're good with investment. And then some of them are digital nomads and kept talking about how they were traveling the world for free mm-hmm. using points and miles, which I just found absolutely fascinating. But in the beginning, definitely had the same reaction to the idea as many people have which is this is probably a scam and i'm (laughs) very suspicious of anything called travel hacking or that has the words hacking and credit cards in the same way or in the same same phrase so it took a while to come around to the idea but then once i got used to it i'm like oh my gosh this this makes travel so much more accessible and it's just using expenses that I was going to spend anyway. And now I'm just getting points for it, which is incredible. Yep. And yeah, that's kind of my journey into the travel hacking mindset. The story of how I first started getting into travel hacking, um, yeah. right after we got our first couple of cards and got our first sign up bonus mm-hmm. for like spending a, a certain amount on the cards within the first few months, we were actually going on a trip to Morocco. Okay. And our tour guide had to cancel on us about 20 hours before we got on the plane. So then we oh. had to, and he was handling hotel, transportation, excursion, basically everything except for our flight. So we had to get all of that figured out really quickly. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, we had just gotten the sign up bonus with our points. So we got to stay in a hotel for basically free in Casablanca, which was a lifesaver. So I know that a lot of people run into these emergencies all the time, especially with how uncertain travel is these days with flights getting canceled and reservations having to get changed and it's just like more stress thrown on top of things when traveling should really be more of a relaxing experience or as a way to kind of unwind and no one wants to say i'm going to take a vacation that ends up being more stressful than just my day-to-day life right you need a vacation from the vacation (laughs) yes so just by travel hacking i think it can make it a little bit easier to at least make it more affordable or make it easier to change your plans without having to spend a ton of money or a ton of stress to do so. You know, I, I can really relate to your story about feeling um, like you have to work harder in order to achieve something. And I think a lot of people probably feel that way. I know I personally was like that. I'm curious what outside of like seeing the stuff in the blogs, what made that shift? that made you realize that you didn't have to work harder in order to achieve what you wanted? I think, so that's when you like look around and you see people who are accomplishing more and not as stressed and you're like, that, how are you doing this? And 
Um, there's, there's also a book called Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss, where there's, there's um, an acronym in there called DEAL, where first you have to like learn to delegate certain things in your life or define the life that you want, and then you eliminate things that you realize you don't even need in your life, and then you can automate some stuff and then live the life that you want. And the automation, you can, you can delegate certain things to virtual assistants or other things like that. And so I think reading a lot of books like that, which talk about really assess in your life, do you need to have this in your life or is it just adding stress and are you just holding on to it for no good reason? I think mm -hmm. that um, Marie Kondo's book about yep. the life-changing magic of tidying up has very similar messages about why are you holding on to this? Mm -hmm. And it, it's hard to just like start letting go of things and you're like, I've been holding on to this for so long, whether it's a mindset or an object or just something that you have to do every day, which like then you find out you don't really need to do or you're like, oh, I don't, I don't need to file all these emails this way. I don't like nobody actually reads this report and like nobody will care if you ask like, does anybody want me to keep sending this report at work? And everyone's like, nope, we never read it. And you're like, cool, that's one thing off of my <laughs> list. So mm -hmm. once you have a little bit of that mindset and you can just start asking like is it required for me to keep doing like to keep just doing this thing that's mm -hmm. maybe not a great value add but still takes time and energy once you can more objectively assess those kinds of things it just it makes it so much easier to save time yeah that makes a lot of sense and that book was also brought up before uh, one of these podcasts that um everyone should read it <laughs> but um that just makes me think about people working towards living a life that's more in, in alignment with your values mm -hmm. and like really taking a t taking a step back to be a little bit more purposeful about the things that you're doing you know absolutely both in times of setting priorities with time and with money they say that if you want to know what your real values are you should just look at your expense report and see where your money goes and see if you really value margaritas or if you really value charity or if you really value takeout or something else like that so it's a good way to kind of assess what your priorities are that way and then also for anybody who um, has a, a good automated way of keeping time of what you do and how you're spending mm -hmm. your time it's also a good way to kind of assess if what you're doing is in line with what you value. Yeah, that's really smart. So what are you doing now sure. with all of the pandemic that's happening and no one's traveling? Like, how are you shifting? Yeah, so my company, GeoBreeze, actually back in the day, and that day was in 2018, started off as a travel agency. And really, I just opened the travel agency because when I got started with travel hacking, I realized that business credit cards get a ton of different cool perks that you might not have access to through personal credit cards. So I thought, oh, I should start a business. That makes sense. And some people just do something pretty easy. Like they open an Etsy store and sell a couple of crocheted hats or something just to be like, I have a business, but I was like, I should go all in uh, <laughs> with, you know, how I normally <laughs> go about mm -hmm. anything. I'm like I should go all in and I'm going to open a travel agency and then like file all the legal paperwork, it'll be fine. And then just so I could get some business credit cards. So I did that and I wasn't really into the travel agency. I just used it for friends and family and then learned some stuff about how the industry worked. But then once COVID hit, um, thankfully I had just closed out like 
the one open case that I had been working on. She had just gotten back from a cruise. And then I thought, well, this is probably a good time to assess whether I actually want to keep doing the travel agent thing because I honestly didn't love it. Mm -hmm. uh, every time I had to go into one of the tools, I was always just thinking, oh, I can do this so much more efficiently with points or just by going through a different system rather than by using the travel agent systems. And whenever anybody asked me for advice as a travel agent anyway, I would always end up telling them, you can actually get this flight for free just by doing a couple credit card tricks and saved people a whole bunch of money that way. So. So since we were all going to be stuck inside for a couple months, I thought this is probably a good time to just rebrand and then just focus on teaching people how to travel hacks since that's what I enjoy talking about anyway, rather than how to spend a whole bunch of money on travel so I can get like 10% commissions on something I would rather just teach people how to actually get travel for free and help them to save money and a little bit of time and a little bit of sanity and headspace that way. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Um, I guess as a travel type, not like completely travel type question, how do you figure out which kind of credit cards are the right ones? It takes practice. Um, it really does. And so what I normally tell people who want to get started with this is just to open a Pinterest account and then find some inspiration for where you even want to go okay. and get really, really specific with your goal. Uh, where you want to go, who do you want to go with, is it going to be a couple's trip or a family trip or a friend's trip or something like that, around what time of year do you want to go, and then from there it becomes a little bit easier to start researching who even flies to that destination and what hotels service that destination, and from there you can say, okay, what credit cards are co-branded with that airline or can transfer to those airline partners, um, does that hotel chain have any co-branded credit cards? Because the big four hotel chains would be Hyatt, Hilton, Marriott, and IHG, and each of them have their own credit cards. So depending on if one of those four tends to be much more available in that area that you want to travel to, that's a good place to start as well. Mm. Um, so I would say starting there with credit cards. Additionally, there are some credit cards that are a lot more flexible than others, and there's different rules um, for beginners to know about. So Chase credit cards are really good for people to start off with. Either the Chase Sapphire Preferred or the Reserve tend to be really popular beginner cards because they can transfer to so many different airline partners, whether it's United or JetBlue or Southwest Airlines. There's a whole bunch of different ones. And also Chase has a rule called the 524 rule where for you to get approved for a Chase card, you can't have more than five open applications in the last 24 months or else they'll decline your application. Okay. So once you're done with those five, you can't, and th those five slots can be taken up by anything, not just Chase. If you've opened um, an American Express card or a City card or a Capital One card or made some mistake and opened a Nordstrom card or something like that, which I would, I would not recommend anybody open up like the store credit cards because the benefits just aren't as good. Once you've taken up those five, then you can't get Chase cards anymore until enough time has passed that you're below the 524 threshold. But you can still apply for American Express or anything else um, because they have a different set of rules. So there's a lot to keep track yeah. of. Um, there's a lot of different blogs that people can read and I store all of them on an app called Feedly to organize everything. Um, which is just an RSS reader, and I read um, 10x Travel and the Points Guy and Frequent Miler and Doctor of Credit and 
there's a whole lot of different travel hacking blogs um, that you can get good information from. They are very male dominated. And one of the things that I like about helping people with travel hacking is um, we just need more female voices. Um, yeah. Travel hacking, especially women of color in travel hacking, there's just not a lot whenever I look for travel hacking blogs to follow. So that's yeah. something that I like to kind of add to the mix as well, just from adding my own okay. personal voice to my Instagram and my blog when I talk about travel hacking. Yeah, and that's awesome. And that just makes it more accessible for everybody. Yes. Who doesn't like to travel? Right. <laughs> yes. Um, if you could give us one piece of advice, what would it be? Let's see. Um, one piece of advice about anything at all in general. Anything at all. I would say don't be afraid of creative problem solving. And I would say, like from a manifestation point of view in the universe, um, don't be afraid of answers that might be different from what you expected or that just seem completely out there. I mean, there are definitely things that seem kind of scammy where you're like, oh, you shouldn't just like click on every ad that comes mm -hmm. up on Facebook or Instagram. But sometimes there are things that come up like um, travel hacking or, oh, here's like a different way to think about investments or just a different line of thinking than what you're used to. Don't automatically assume that like somebody's trying to scam you. Do the research, run the numbers, and keep an open mind about how to solve your problems. That's really great advice. And that's great advice, not just for travel, for life. Like you don't have to do things one way. It's not one way Absolutely. to do it. Yeah, even in travel, it's like, oh, maybe you weren't thinking about traveling to um, like Jordan or something like that, where someone's like, oh, do you want to go travel to Jordan next year? And you're like, well, I don't actually know anything about that. But you shouldn't just say no, just because you're like, oh, I don't know anything about that country. Like. Is it safe? Like, is it convenient to travel to? What's, what is there to do there that I might enjoy? Um, will I like the hotels there? Are, are logistics favorable? So then that's, that's something that you can say, I'll look into it and do more research. And I'm very much of the belief that if we just have more knowledge in the world of things rather than say, saying, oh, I, I have just like this feeling that I should say no or yes, like dig into it a little bit more and see what that opportunity might present, it can it can open up a whole world of opportunities, both in, in travel and anything else in life. That's awesome. Thank you, Julia, so much. How can we how can we learn more about you? Yeah, so I am mostly on Instagram and my handle is GeoBreeze Travel and my website is GeoBreezeTravel.com. I have a blog there with lots of different travel hacking tips as well as well as some of my favorite cards that I personally use. And I also have a downloadable gift for your listeners today, and they can download it at geofreezetravel.com slash push or pivot. And it's a free travel hacking course if anybody wants to get started with travel hacking and just um, how to learn the basics and where to start. And it also includes a hotel upgrade email template okay. where we've used that template to get free upgrades all over the world. We've saved about $1,000 off of the Waldorf Astoria in Maui because we had a free Hilton night. So we used, it. we used it at the most expensive Hilton hotel that we could redeem it for in the world, which was at the Waldorf Astoria, Maui. I like how you think. <laughs> yeah, so we got like a $500 room for free. And then I wrote to them using this hotel upgrade email template 
and asked for an upgrade to the $650 room. And then they actually upgraded us to a $900 room and threw in champagne and a whole bunch of different snacks as well. So we got about $1,000 worth of hotel experience for absolutely free. And it was probably one of the most amazing hotel experiences we've had. And we've had pretty good luck with this email template um, anywhere where they, anywhere where they don't lose the email because sometimes I think I, I do send it to the front desk or something and just nobody actually sees the email but normally um, we'll get at least something maybe not a full upgrade but at least a better view of a room or sometimes they just leave like nice cookies or something in the room for us so we, we've gotten quite a few upgrades with it. Well, that sounds amazing. So thank you so much for, for giving us that gift and letting us um, all learn about travel hacking. I'm excited to learn. I love travel, so I'm excited. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for having me. It was so nice to talk with you this evening. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much. What did you take away from Julia's story? Are you being paralyzed by perfection? I'm Thea Charles. And I hope you gain insight from this story and that you'll share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review The Pusher Pivot on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast platform. To stay up to date on The Pusher Pivot and to join our mailing list, visit us on the web at pusherpivot.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at pusherpivot. Thank you for listening and join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.